Are you struggling with irregular periods, mood swings, or headaches, and just don't know where to go for help? Girl, I feel you, and I'm so happy you're here. I've been where you are, and I've now learned how to heal my hormones. If you are ready to finally get to the root cause of your period problems, mood swings, yes, even postpartum, and lack of sex drive, then grab your notebook and pen, or crayon if that's all you can find, and get ready to listen in. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode on the Hormone Healing Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about balancing your hormones do-it-yourself, so DIY. So when you are balancing your hormones, you're trying to do it on your own at home. Um, And I'm going to tell you the three most common mistakes that us women tend to make when trying to balance our hormones at home or trying to get on a healthier diet or a healthier lifestyle. Um, These are the most common mistakes. I have heard so many women do this, even myself at one time in my life kind of um, was guilty of doing this until I learned a lot more about hormones and my body and my fitness levels and all the things. Um, So I'm going to give you three most common mistakes to avoid when balancing your hormone. Um, And hopefully you can avoid these mistakes and have a more successful journey. So mistake number one is the pitfall of calorie restriction. The pitfall of calorie restriction. So many times my, I have found women, um, saying that I've been, you know, on a 1200, 1400 calorie diet. Um, I'm only eating 12 or 1400 calories a day. I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. It's making no sense to me. I have so little energy also. And listen, there is such a misconception that drastic calorie restriction can lead to better weight loss or better hormone balance or better helps to detox your body, all the things, all the things. And yes, while there is some truth that you have to have fewer calories consumed versus burned in order to lose weight, there is a certain point when too few calories really does cause hormonal imbalances and actually causes your metabolism to slow down, therefore causing you to actually gain weight or hold on to weight versus losing weight. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of times, if you are falling below 1500 calories or even 1600 calories in that, that calorie number is going to change based upon how active or unactive you are. If you're following below that though, more likely than not, that is considered drastic calorie restriction and that will lead to, to hormone imbalances and other things. So severe calorie restriction can actually disrupt hormone production and lead to hormone imbalances. For example, example, your ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone, actually increases when there is a decreased amount of calories. And ghrelin is that hormone that wants you to eat more, 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 and typically causes you to binge eat maybe on a weekend because you calorie restrict all week. 
Then there's insulin. Insulin is your blood sugar. Uh, and that begins to get on a roller coaster ride when you have severe calorie restriction. And as soon as your blood sugar is off balance and on a roller coaster ride of being high and low and high and low and high and low, um, your hormones 99% guarantee that they will be off balance. I promise you. And then when those tend to be off balance, this leads to higher cortisol levels, which is that stress hormone. And that in turn causes a domino effect, which typically leads to imbalanced sex hormones like estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and things like that. So really, as you can see, severe extreme calorie restriction is not going to balance your hormones. And in the long run, it's not going to help you lose weight either. Um, because again, you're, you're decreasing your metabolism. You're, you're causing yourself to have more stress on your body, which in turn is causing you to hold onto that weight because your body goes into saving mode, essentially, where your body thinks it doesn't have enough calories consumed. So it needs to hold onto every calorie in order to produce enough energy. It is so much more important to have a sustainable approach to nutrition for hormone health. Um, sustainable. So maybe if you are looking to lose weight or balance your hormones, you decrease your calories slightly. And how many calories should you decrease by? Again, that's going to look very different based upon who you are in your activity level, in your age, and uh, other factors. I actually am trained um, to figure out as a personal trainer, because I am actually also an NASM personal trainer along with a nutritionist. I am actually I trained to figure out how many calories you need to maintain your weight, how many calories you need to decrease your weight while maintaining hormonal and hormonal balance and how many calories you need to actually build muscle mass. And that's just a simple formula that I can do for you. If you're looking for that, so just reach out to me via email. Um, that's linked down below hormone healing number one at gmail.com. So hormone healing numeral one at gmail.com or just on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> so that would be mistake number one, extreme calorie restriction or severe calorie restriction. Mistake number two is drum roll, please. Didn't do not cycling your workouts. So for this one, there is a common mistake of doing the same workouts repeatedly without variation. And I'm not saying, okay, every day you go and do upper body weights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No, I'm just saying that every Monday you're doing the same workout. It's maybe upper body. Every Tuesday, you're doing a HIIT workout. No matter what time of the year it is, you're always doing a HIIT workout on Tuesday. Every Wednesday, you're always doing legs and it's always the same leg workout. Every Thursday, you get the idea. And, or maybe you're somebody who's a runner and you say, I go out and I run two to three miles every day. Well, those are both examples of doing the same workouts repeatedly without variation. So there are two reasons why this is a mistake, and I'm going to explain both of them to you. So first, number one, the body can adapt to routine exercises, which potentially affects hormone responses and actually causes your body to go into a plateau. So your body adapts 
to certain routine exercises, your body is very good at changing to the stressors that has placed upon it. And when you're doing the same workout over and over again, your body gets used to it and it plateaus. It doesn't get any better. So number one, that is one reason why not cycling your workouts or doing the same workout over and over again is not a good thing. Number two reason why not cycling your workouts is varying workout routines that challenge the body and support hormonal imbalance, support hormone balance based upon where you are in your cycle. So I've talked about this before in previous exercises about how to structure your workouts around your cycle um, and things like that. I go into it super more in depth um, and actually give workout exercise examples in my hormone healing coaching. Um, But essentially you want to work out based upon where you are in your cycle. So if you're on your period, for example, you're going to work out a different way than if you are off your period which is also going to be a different way from when you're just before your period. So I usually think of it as three different phases to my workouts. So like I said, period, the week of my period is kind of phase one of my workouts where I might do lighter exercises. I'm still working out though. It depends on the person. Phase two is those week or two post my period being over and I'm working out hardcore as hard as I can. And phase three is when I'm nearing my period again and I start to change up my workouts again. Um, And again, I go much more into what those workouts look like in my hormone healing coaching, as well as in other episodes um, on the hormone healing podcast that you can check out. And I highly, highly recommend you checking out because again, mistake number two for women trying to lose weight or trying to balance their hormones is doing the same workout repeatedly over and over again without variation. All right. So mistake number one was severe calorie restriction. Mistake number two was not cycling your workouts. Mistake number three, the common most mistake is relying solely on supplements. So there is definitely a misconception that supplements alone can resolve hormone imbalances or problems or health problems or nutrition imbalances or nutrition deficits or things like that. And they can quote unquote fix our problems. So like if you're somebody who, oh, I don't eat a lot of veggies. So I'm just going to take this multivitamin and make sure that I drink um, my little cup of greens each day with a little green powder in it. And I will be perfectly fine after that. Yeah, no. Hate to break it to you, girl. Yeah, no. Sorry. So while supplements do play a role in overall health, and yes, they absolutely help with certain hormonal imbalances and certain um, diseases and certain nutrition deficits. If you can't get certain amounts of nutrition in, they should not be the end all be all. They should complement a holistic approach, a healthy diet, not replace it. Let me repeat that. They should complement a holistic approach in a healthy diet, not replace it. Think about the word itself, supplement, supplement. Usually supplement means in addition to something else. So it is so important that you address the lifestyle factors, such as your diet, how you're eating your diet, stress, uh, what kind of products you're using, non-toxic or toxic products you're using alongside supplements 
for effective hormone balance. And I also want to just put a side note in here too. Not every supplement is created equal. And some supplements really just make you have what I consider expensive pee and you pee it out. So finding the right brand of supplements is also very, very important, which I can help you find um, the certain brand and the certain type and the certain one that is better and more bioavailable to your body than others, uh, again, just reach out to me. So there you have your three mistakes. However, I'm going to also give you a bonus mistake because I sometimes see this one a lot, and that is the danger of attempting to self-diagnose. So a lot of you, if you are doing that at home, be careful not to self-diagnose yourself. There are so many risks of attempting to self-diagnose hormone imbalances, such as not actually treating the hormonal imbalance itself or making the hormonal imbalance worse, um, which can cause other problems in the process and cause your symptoms to worsen. Um, and that is really, um, again, obviously self-explanatory. It's not good. And it is important that you consult a healthcare professional um, or somebody who is learned and trained in this field for proper diagnosis and treatment, right? If you just go onto Wikipedia and Google, oh, hey, I have this, you know, blister on my foot, suddenly you have cancer, right? According to Google. So as you can see, self-diagnosing is not always the best way to do things. Um, so make sure you're, you're reaching out to a healthcare professional or somebody who is trained in, in hormones or nutrition or whatever it is that you're trying to, to figure out because they, we, us can provide you invaluable guidance in addressing your hormonal issues safely and effectively. And honestly, because we take the guesswork out of self-diagnosing yourself, typically it occurs much, much quicker than doing it on your own too, which is a massive bonus, right? Because ain't nobody got time for that to go and self-diagnose themselves and try and fail and try and fail and try and fail and try and fail, right? Right. All right. So to wrap it all up, the three most common mistakes people make when attempting to balance their hormones are number one, calorie restriction. Number two, not cycling your workouts or doing the same workout over and over again. And number three, relying solely on supplements. And that bonus one that I stuck in there was trying to self-diagnose without seeking help. So encourage you, I encourage you to prioritize your hormonal health and make informed choices for a balanced and much more vibrant, energetic, healthy life. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and learning about hormones and hormone balance. You deserve to learn more about your body. And I hope that you stay tuned for more upcoming episodes. I encourage you to subscribe for more valuable insights into health and wellness and to share this with anybody else who you feel may need it. Again, even if you can spread this with just one more person and they get something out of this and they learn and they are able to change their life, then I am doing this for the right reasons. And I will continue to do this for you. So again, leave me a review, reach out to me if you are enjoying this so that I know that you're liking it. And I will talk to you soon. Did you learn something? I did learn something. Leave me a review. Leave me a review. Still looking for more help? I created a hormone balance plan that is easy, natural, and doable because that's what we need as busy moms. And I'm ready to share everything with you in your one-to-one -one hormone healing coaching. Check out the show notes for links and more details. See you inside.